0: Chapter two The Ichabog The legend of the Ichabog had been passed down by generations of the marshlanders and spread by the word by word of mouth all the way to Chalksville. Nowadays everybody knew the story naturally as with it was all, with, all legends. It changed a little depending on who was telling it. However, every story agreed that the monster lived in the north northernmost tip of the country. Even in a wide patch of dark and often misty marsh, too dangerous for humans to enter. The the monster was said to eat children and sheep. Sometimes it even carried off with grown men and women who strayed too close to the marsh at night. The habits and appearance of the Ichabod changed depending on who was describing it. Some made it snake-like, others dragonish or wolf-like. Some said it roared, others said it hissed, and others said it drifted, and still others said it drifted silently as the mist descended without, on the marsh without warning. The icabog, they said, had extraordinary powers. It could Im- imitate the human voice to lure travellers into its clutches. If you ever tried to kill it, it would mend magically or else split into two Ickerbogs. It could fly, spurt fire, like a fly, spurt fire, shoot poison. the Ichabog's powers were as great as the imagination of the teller. Mind you, don't leave the garden while I'm working. Parents all over the kingdom would tell their children, or the Ichabog will catch you and eat you up. And throughout the land, boys and girls played or at fighting at fighting the Ichabog, tried to f- frighten each other with the tell with the tale of the Ichabog, And even if the story became too convincing had nightmares about the Ichabog. Bert Beamish was one such little boy when a family called Dovetails came over for dinner one night. Mr. Dovetail entertained everybody with what he claimed was the latest news of the Ichabog. That night, the five-year-old Bert woke up sobbing and terrified from a... dream in which monster's huge white eyes were gleaming at him across a foggy marsh into which he was slowly sinking there there there, there," whispered his mother who tiptoed into his room with a candle and now rocked him back and forwards in her lap there is no Ichabod Bertie it's just a silly story but but Mr. Dovetail said it it said she have gotten missing Hic- hic- but so they have, but not because a monster took them. Sheep are foolish creatures. They wander off, and they get lost in the marsh. B- but, but, Miss said, people disappear too. Only people who are silly enough to stray onto the marsh at night said, Mrs. Beamish. Hush now, Bertie. There is no monster. But, Mr. D- the of people, people have heard voices out their windows and in the, morning the the chickens were gone. Mrs. Beamish couldn't help but laugh. The the voices they heard were ordinary thieves, Bertie up in the marshlands. There, they pilfer from each other all the time. Easy to blame the Ichabod than to admit it's your neighbours stealing from them. Stealing? (gasps) Bert, sitting up, gasped Bert, sitting up at his mother's lap and gazing with her solomon eyes. Stealing is very naughty, isn't it, (laughs) Mummy? It's very naughty indeed, said Mrs. Beamish, lifting up Bert, placing him tenderly back into the warm bed and tucking him in but luckily we don't live near those lawless marshlanders she picked up her candle and tiptoed back towards the bedroom night night she whispered from the doorway she'd normally have added don't let the ichabod bite but which parents which was what parents across cornucopia said to their children at bedtime but she Instead, she said, sleep tight, but fell asleep again and there were no more monsters in his dream. It so happened Mr. Dovetail and Mrs. Beamish were great friends They had been in the same class at school and had known each other their entire lives. When Mr. Dovetail heard that he'd given Bert n- nightmares, he felt guilty as he'd been the best carpenter in all of Chokesville. He decided to carve the little boy in Ichabog. It had a wild wide smile full of teeth and big clawed feet and once it came and at once it came Bert's favorite toy. if Bert or his parents or the dovetails next door, if anybody else, the whole kingdom of cornucopia had had been told the terrible troubles of the Engulf cornucopia all because of the myth the Ichabog they would have laughed. They lived in the happiest kingdom in the world. What could what harm could the Ichabog do? That, that is all of chapter two. Um I will see you next time for chapter three. If it isn't too long, chapter three seems slightly longer, but if it's still quite short I will read chapter four as well.